The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The summer may be winding down, but we've got a sizzler for you today. Cassie DePaiva, Laura Wright, and Devetta Sherwood today on Soap Central Live. What's happening this week on your favorite soap operas? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, recaps, and interviews with your favorite daytime stars. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody. We are back here live. It is the first day of August 2014. I'm Dan Kroll, your host here on Soap Central Live. Normally, at the top of the show, I chatter on about whatever pops into my mind, but we've got a really jam-packed show for you this week. So if you want to find out more about the randomness that goes on in my head, you're just going to have to follow me on Twitter, at Dan J. Kroll. Send me a message. Uh, tell me that I told you to follow me. We'll have a good time, and you'll learn more about what goes on in my world when I'm not talking about the soaps. Let me tell you about what is coming up this week on the show. Coming up in the second half of the show, we catch up with the Young and the Restless alum, Devetta Sherwood. She's going to be talking about a new project that reunites her with her Y&R on-screen mom. That's going to be a lot of fun. At the bottom of the hour, we have General Hospital's Laura Wright, who's going to play the $250 soap pyramid to try to win some money for her charity of choice. It is the ASPCA, a very worthwhile cause. And coming up in just a few moments, the always lovely Cassie DePive will be here to chat about her new role on Days of Our Lives. Now, I know a lot of you are out there wanting to call in. We've got folks on hold already wanting to talk to our guests. So if you want to be part of the show, give us a call at 866-472-5788. Again, it's 866-472-5788. Because we are watching the hourglass this week, you're going to need to keep your comments and questions a little bit briefer than what we normally do because we want to try to get as much into this show as possible. You can also submit your comments and questions on our official Twitter feed, at Soap Central. Tweet along with us there during the show. Ask your questions and comments. So with that, we're going to just jump right into this week's show. My first guest has been here with us on Soap Central Live before, but this is the first time on the show since she took over the role of Eve Donovan on NBC's Days of Our Lives. She's an Emmy nominee. You may know her as Blair Kramer on One Life to Live and General Hospital or Chelsea Reardon on Guiding Light. Of course, it can only be Cassie DePiva. Cassie, welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I was telling you before the show, folks don't know this, it's been two years since you've last been here on the show. We've seen each other since then, but two years, we have a lot of time to catch up. Oh, yeah, a lot of stuff's happened in two years. <laughs> well, first things first, happy August. Thank you. I cannot believe it's August 1st. Can you? Uh, you're no. flying by. It's, it's almost over. It's going to be cold. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> but more than that, I found out that August is National Sandwich Month, and we have to talk about food on the show at some point in time. So All right. here's your challenge. If a restaurant were to 
want to add a Cassie DePaiva sandwich to their menu, what would be on the sandwich? Okay. I mean, literally my favorite sandwich is served up here at a place in California called Cafe Roma, and it is a bacon, lettuce, and burrata sandwich. And it's unbelievable. Burrata is a real soft mozzarella cheese with big crispy bacon, tomatoes with a pesto sauce. And I think it's on like a crusty bread, but it's like O-M-G to die for. I should have probably waited for the food talk till the end of the show because now I'm hungry. We still got 55 minutes of show to go. <laughs> well, you ask, man. And I, that's, I, and that, I don't even have to think for that one. That one's awesome. That was a no-brainer. Maybe now that you've mentioned them on the show, maybe they'll they'll rename it the Cassie DePiva sandwich. But <laughs> doubtful, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll work on it. We'll see what we could do. Now we talk about sandwiches. We talk about other things. Of course, folks who are listening more than likely know about the on and off again relationship with One Life to Live, and we'll talk about that at some point. I'm sure callers are going to ask a question. But what I want to go to is maybe something that folks don't know about, and that's how you became part of the Days of Our Lives family. Were you just sort of sitting by and, and, and you found out about this? Was this something you actively pursued? Let's, let's take us down this Days of Our Lives voyage. Well, it happened very abruptly and completely out of the blue. It was the end of December of last year, and it actually happened on the day that someone had tweeted that it was my 20th debut, the anniversary of my time as Blair Kramer on One Life to Live, and... Um, that afternoon, I got a call from my agent saying that they had were, would like to consider me for this role. Would I be interested? And it was like, I looked around like, excuse me? You're talking to me? <laughs> you mean somebody who wants to work? Absolutely. So it, it just kind of happened really fast, and I couldn't be more grateful. And I flew out on January 27th and had my first tape date on January 30th. And then my first air date wasn't until June 18th, so I had to keep my mouth shut for a long time. How hard <laughs> was, was that? Kind of crazy. I mean, it was. That's oh a my gosh, it was so hard because I had to call friends out here to see, you know, I had to find a place to live. I needed to, <laughs> you know, I didn't know what I was. I, my head was in a total spin. So, um, and you know, I had to do this code talking. Well, I, I might be coming out to do some work, and but I do. Oh. <laughs> it was kind of crazy. Well, the secret was was contained very well but then when it once it was out and we knew for real for real it was a long time we had to wait for a long time before we saw you on screen and that you was had to wait through two anything. seasons it went through <laughs> winter the spring and then you know summer it was it was really really crazy and it was like it couldn't come fast enough for me because i'm dying to talk about it because i've been you know i used to like i like to write my blog and i used to do that like weekly and so you can only talk about the weather for so long. And she was like, okay, guys, that's enough. You know, I know, yes, it's snowing in New York. <laughs> you know. Did you have to lie at any point? Were you in Los Angeles and had to, you know, make up, pretend that you were in the Catskills or something? I don't know. No, I just didn't. I just kind of just fell out. Of, you know, I just stopped talking. Because any time <laughs> I would write something on a blog, it was completely taken out of context and written in an article somewhere is that this is what does, you know, it's like, okay, I just have to shut up because I can't, <laughs> you know, you can't, you can only talk about something for so much. You know, I just had to shut up, which is very hard for me to do. Well, then we're going to, that's a really good segue into something here because as much as it, it, we can't make any sense of this, there are still some people out there who are not watching Days of Our Lives. They may even be listening well, then to they the show. they should be. They it, should be because it's an awesome show. 
And exactly. it's so fun, and it's so well-written, and the actors on this show are just are so delightful. I wish you could see them and be with me backstage and get to know these people. The characters are fabulous, but the actors and the people in and of the show were just really wonderful, and they couldn't have been more loving to me just showing up there on their doorstep. So I, I am so grateful. Well, let's give the folks who, for whatever reason, are not yet watching Days, let's give them a 60-second catch-up here. In 60 seconds or less, Cassie, I want you to tell us everything that we need to know about Eve Donovan. Okay. You got you push the clock. Go. She She is hell on will. She doesn't shut up. She doesn't take no for an answer. She'll get what she wants, no matter what she has to do or who she has to do. She's totally into herself. She delights in flirting with every man on the canvas, old and young. She is feisty, a bitch, and she has been bitch slapped three times already and thrown out of three houses. So there you go. And she likes to sing, but she has a sore throat. So she's going to have to have a little work with that, but hopefully she'll find a very handsome doctor to do the goods for her. That's all I know. To do the goods. Well, that was less than a minute, so I'm going to defer some of that time to some of the callers who are waiting online to talk to you. We're going to go first to Arizona. We have a call from Holly, who'd like to say hello. Holly, welcome to Subcentral Live. Hey, how are you? I'm great, Holly. How about yourself? I'm good. It's awesome to talk to you. And um, I just am loving your character on uh, days and... Um, just love um, your work with Jen Lilly, Teresa, and um, Trill B- Brian, um, which is uh, Paige, and um, then just everyone. So um, can you tell us about what's coming up with um, them at all? Yeah. Well, I can tell you this week, you know, I just had that scene today where I had to run in with Maggie. Of course, she threw me out. And this coming up next week... I will go more toe-to-toe with um, Miss Jennifer Rose Horton regarding the lawsuit of the royalty rights from the book that Eve feels that she is entitled to based on her annulment papers with Jack Devereaux. And, of course, Eve and Jen have opposite opinions about who that money should be distributed to, but Eve is going to fight tooth and nail to get what she needs so she can send her daughter to Stanford University. Always some sort of rationalization for this. Holly, we want to thank you for your call. I do want to zip in there. She mentioned True O'Brien. This is the first time since 1998 that you have a new on-screen daughter. Uh, it's a girl. Woohoo! Uh, and it's a girl, and she's so, so, so sweet and so lovely, and I love her work. Um, you know, I will always, in my heart of hearts, love Kristen Alderson. She'll be my first and foremost daughter, but True O'Brien's really warming my heart, and it's been a delight to work with her, and I think that we have established a pretty good rapport, and, you know, it, you know I don't think Eve is going to win any Mother of the Award a year, you know, <laughs> Mother of the Year awards um, in Salem, but uh, she sure does love her daughter. If she does, as just a nod to One Life to Live, I'd really like to see her get drunk and throw tables and do something at the benefit, at the uh, Woman of the Year, Mother of the Year award ceremony. That would be a lot of fun. <laughs> well, don't, you don't hold your breath there because, you know, <laughs> who knows what will happen with Eve. 
Well, we'll have to wait. We're not going to hold our breath to get to the next caller. We're going to go up to Connecticut. Ooh, we're coming to the East Coast here. We have Lauren on the line. Lauren, welcome to Subcentral Live. Hi, Dan. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Hello. Lauren. Uh, how are you? I am great. What do you, you have a question for me? I sure do. First, I want to say that I'm loving your Eve character on days. She's, I think Thank she's you. a lot like Blair, only I think Eve is going to be worse. I I could I I agree with you on that one. I think she's similar to Blair that she's tough, but I think she's a little more messed up than Blair. I think so. But my question is this: I've heard Eve mention two or three different last names on the show <laughs> since since she's been on, and it's getting me confused. Can you say something about that, or should I just keep watching to figure it out? No, you know what? It got me confused too. I think. When the, when, it, when it was first written, they wanted me to be, it was written Eve Barron, and then it went to Eve Larson, and then when I refer to being Shane Donovan's daughter, I call myself Eve Donovan. But she, in her time that she left Salem, married a gentleman, which we don't know who that is, was named Larson. And that is Paige's father, and that's Paige's last name, and that is uh, her name as well. And she is divorced. Actually, you know, I don't even know if she is divorced. I know that this man left her high and dry, her and Paige high and dry, but I'm not even sure if she's divorced or not. So that mm. that's a good question. Well, we're going to have to keep on waiting for that. Thank you, Lauren, for your call. And in the meantime, we'll just refer to Eve as Eve. We'll just drop it, make it one name, and then we don't have to worry about the last name. That's right. Perfect. It'll be kind of fun. And let's also, let's do something here to try to help fans who are listening. We have a couple more callers as well. But before we get there, uh, I want to play a little game. We'll call it Blair, Chelsea, Eve, or Cassie. I'm going to say a, a statement or a fact. You tell me. Who is it? Is it Blair? Is it Chelsea? Is it Eve? Is it Cassie? And the first one, God, I didn't write these. These are just in front of me. Was a hooker. (laughs) Cassie. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, uh, Eve. Eve, Eve, Eve. Oh, people, don't. She said she was kidding. This is how the National Enquirer gets started. We 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 don't need any rumors. Used to be Asian. Oh, that's Blair. We'll explain that to folks who don't know what that means. We'll do that later. Which character do you think is the bitchiest? Cassie. No, uh, I would say the, the bitchiest, oh, by far, Eve. What do you think puts her out? Is there one particular thing that you think pushes her uh, ahead of the rest of the pack? I think that she's just really, really rough around the edges. And I think that she has... she feels entitled to so much so and she has a huge chip on her shoulder and i just think she's she's she probably should deal with some go with some anger management somewhere along the line (laughs) this one was submitted by a listener is the best singer it's an interesting question since who is the best singer um oh wow i guess they all sung (laughs) Uh, yeah they all have uh, probably chelsea chelsea's supposed to be singing in london We'll see. We'll we'll, uh, we'll catch up with her. We'll find out where she's at. And we have a couple others. We have uh, thought she married the same guy five different times. That's uh, commitment that issues. That would be Blair. 
That would be Blair. And then we have one has been married to the same guy for 18 years. That would be moi. That would be me. So let's talk about your wonderful husband, James. How has been the commute for you? You're sort of cross-country commuting. You're in L.A. for a bit, working on days, family and your son back on the East Coast. How's that been for you? You know, traveling has its challenges, but Jimmy's been unbelievably supportive, and this is completely doable. Our son is old enough where he's, you know, he doesn't have separation anxiety from his mom. Now, I miss him probably more than he misses me, but um, I, on average, I see the guys no more than two weeks go by or three weeks, but we completely FaceTime and... You know, I talk to him more every day than I do when I'm back in New York. So it's 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 all doable. You know, the traveling is is hard. Just you know, the weather and the planes and the scheduling and the expense of that. But it's it's fine. Are you a plane sleeper? Do you sleep when you're on the plane? Do you read? Do you watch the movies? Do you eat snacks? What's your favorite plane activity? Well, if I take the red eye back, usually. So I get okay. into New York City. In the a.m., so when I get on the plane here in Los Angeles, it's usually 9, 9.30, and I can just nod out, or I try to sleep, and I kind of wake up and go, oh, look, I'm over Denver. Oops, I'm over Chicago. Hey, i got two hours. I'm almost there. Um, but, I'm, you know, it's, I'm tired. But coming back this way from New York to Los Angeles, it's really easy. You get on a plane at 5 o'clock, and you get here at 8.30 at night, and you just kind of go to bed, and you start your day the next day. So it's, it's fine. In all of those travels from California to New York, you do not fly over Georgia, but as luck would have it, Cassie, we have someone from Georgia who'd like to speak to you. We have Brian on the line. Brian, welcome to Subcentral Live. Well, Brian, are you there? How are you? Bri- there you go, Brian. How are you? We're good. Welcome how- to the show. Thank you. Uh, I just I just wanted to let you know, Cassie, that uh, I, I'm actually uh, good friends with one of your... Uh, Neighbors, I actually talked oh, to her yeah. off and on on my phone. Uh, Sonia Satra. Oh yeah, she was a she was an actress on One Life to Live. Yeah, yeah. She she said that she lives uh, a couple a couple blocks down from you. Well, let's not tell anybody where anybody is. We don't want to yeah. have we'll, we'll oh, zip around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do, but uh, but yeah, yeah. I actually I talked to her off and on and everything. She's got a new exercise thing going on called uh, Maltese, but uh. My question for you is, um, do you hope to work maybe with uh, Bo, Bo Brady in the future if he, if he comes back to Days of Our Lives? Well, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, I, you probably know what happened to Bo. I don't even know why he's not on the show anymore, but I know that Hope and Bo were such a great super couple for so many years, and I'm sure he is missed because he, they are a beloved couple. So I don't know. You know, if he comes back, and they hook up. I mean, I'm sure that would be just an open target for Eve to try to steal Bo from Hope. So, you know, <laughs> it works be for a me. Great way for her to win more friends and influence more people. <laughs> That's right. you know? oh, that is a good question. Thank you, uh, Brian, for calling. It's a very interesting question that it sort of leads into because I was looking at some of our SoapCentral.com Emmy coverage, Cassie, and uh-huh. I can't really be sure, but you really seem to enjoy being between Galen Gearing and Greg Vaughn on the red carpet. You're having a good time. Okay. Now, what, <laughs> what good all-American woman wouldn't love that? 
Those are two of the finest looking gentlemen on the canvas of daytime. And I was lucky enough to get paired with them on the red carpet. I was tickled pink. I was happy. I was happy, happy, happy. And these guys are so much fun. And they're funny and lovely and, yeah, not hard to look at. There may even, we'll let the folks look at the videos and, and figure it out for themselves. But at the top of one of the interviews, we'll send the link on our Twitter feed. There may even have been some twerking by Cassie DePaiva. I'm not entirely sure, Cassie. You're laughing, you did. There possibly was. I have got, you can put out that disclaimer right now. Well, for those of you who go on, you can take a peek. We'll we'll see. Maybe, you know, not as bad as, as Miley Cyrus, but we've got some interesting stuff. So let's talk about romantic prospects. What do we think, without, you know, giving anything away, what do we think about Eve's possible romantic prospects in Salem? There's certainly a lot of men. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're free and available. Well, I, I would be more curious to hear what, the fans would like to see or who they would like to see Eve with. Ooh. I have no idea. I know everybody on the canvas seems to be uh, attached. So anybody that she's going to go for, she's going to have to, you know, lie, steep, you know, cheat and steal to get. So it probably is not going to turn out well for her in the long run. But I have no idea who it's going to be. But, wow, I, you know, the world is her oyster there. It's just to find out who is going to be her pearl. That's right. So we have one other caller. We're going to try to get in here quickly because I'm watching the time. Let's go down to North Carolina. We have Bobby on the line. Bobby, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, 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 hey Cassie. Hi, First Bobby. First of all, I have a cool nickname for you, judging from what I've seen of Eve. And by the way, you're doing a great job because she... Rem- because she's like Blair Kramer. That sometimes I end up thinking that that um, that I'm <laughs> calling you Blair sometimes, and you're going at the channel I'm like going, "Oh my goodness, this is this is something that see Blair like this, and I realize it's you as Eve." But I got well, that's going to be too. hard for you, Bobby. I'm sure it's very jarring to go oh, people that have seen me for 20 years on one show, and then to walk into another town. You you know, same face, different role. But I, I'm sure it's very jarring. Or you called Sassy Cassie. <laughs> do we have a, we're running short on time, Bobby. I want to find out, and do you I have, do a have quick one question? quick question? I wish Go ahead. That, I do have one quick question. Do you, do you, um, uh, what's the uh, difference between doing an internet show like One Life to Live and doing uh, actual soap like the previous ones that you've been on Clean Days? Uh, and thank you very much for the call. Thank okay. you so much well, for the Bobby, question. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty much the same thing. It's just a matter of where it airs. We do the same amount, not the same amount of work. Uh, the One Life to Live on the Internet was only a half hour. And One Life to Live and Days of Our Lives on network television are both one-hour shows. So the content is a little bit more. But what we do, same cameras, same you know, way of doing it. It's just a different way to watch it. Thank you so much for your call, Bobby. We are giving listeners homework, Cassie. You've suggested that they sort of weigh in and tweet who they would like to see Eve paired with. Do that on the Internet. Tweet Cassie DePaiva. You can also tweet at Soap Central. Give us your thoughts. Maybe even create a smushed name if you're so inclined to do that. But in the meantime... Everyone, please be sure to catch Cassie DePaiva as Eve Donovan on Days of Our Lives. Days airs weekdays on NBC. Cassie, thank you so much for taking some time out and kicking off the weekend with us here today. 
Well, Dan, thank you so much for having me, and hopefully it won't be another two years before we sit down on another Friday afternoon and have a chat. Well, now that we know, I, I know where to find you. You're on a red eye somewhere. You're somewhere down the street from Sonia Sacha. Wherever we'll find you, I will track you down and make it happen. We won't wait two years. Okay, great. Thank you so much, you guys. And keep watching Days, and I hope that you're enjoying it. And let me know who you want, you know, Eve to kiss around on. Well, with that, we are going to kiss a commercial break. We'll be back in just a couple of moments with more of Soap Central Live. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than soapcentral.com. Every day, soapcentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Welcome back, everybody. Earlier in the week, I had a chance to chat with General Hospital's Laura Wright about a cause that is very close to her heart, the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, or the ASPCA. From now through August 16th, through the website We Care, which you can find at we-care.com, you can enter to win a chance to hang out with Laura on the set of General Hospital. It's a really great prize. Here's a sneak preview of a chat I had with Laura Wright. I will give you the link to the entire interview later, but for now, let's take a listen to Laura Wright playing our $250 soap pyramid. It all just kind of happened with Ryder and Fire at the same time, and Ryder really pulled on our heart because he was like in a pound in a cage, and, you know, it could have been his time to go as far as being put under, you know, because mm-hmm. nobody wanted him. And uh, you, and just walking around, you know, you walk around these... these, these um, shelters and these towns and you see the you know the look on their faces you read their story and and then you know you see some of them just have been there for like a year and a half or two years and you're just like and you just see the the look in their eye of like you're not going to pick me (laughs) you know it's awful and um 
you see there's a soul in there, too. And so that just kind of started it for me. And you've become a supporter of the ASPCA, and through that, uh, We Care. We Care. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, it's it's a really great way of, you know, um, supporting a charity that happens to be close to you and um, where you can buy things through WeCare.com and proceeds and percentages can go to the charity that you choose. And with this one, it's also to spend a day with me. Um, so it's just a great way. I mean, WeCare.com we is awesome in general for any type of, you know, nonprofit organization. Um, and this one just happens to be with the ASPCA, which is, you know, um, working to fight animal cruelty, you know, across the country. So let's figure this out. People can do a good deed, do something that they would otherwise be doing, and they have the potential to kind of hang out with you on the GH set. This sounds like win-win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think it's great, too, because then I get to spend the day with someone who, you know, um, has their heart in the same place that mine is when it comes to animals. So um, it is a win-win. It's also a win that you can shop online as well and, uh, and be able to donate to one of your favorite nonprofit organizations. I believe in win-wins in all of my interviews, and <laughs> if you would like, you have the opportunity right now on the spot to win $250 for the ASPCA. It's part of our $250 soap pyramid. If you're game, it's very easy, and the, between the two of us, you're going to win the money anyway, so it's, it's not really a uh, loose situation here, but uh, are you game to play? Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is, Laura Wright, the top 10 most popular dog breeds in America. I want to see how many of the top 10 you can get. For each one, you win $10. If you get them all, you get the $250. As I said, oh, you're going to get the $250 anyway, so let's just pretend that there's some sort of drama on the line here. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. Go for it. You have 60 seconds. Okay, I'm going to say, really? That's all I got? German Shepherd, a, <laughs> yes. um, a Labrador Retriever. Number one. Yeah, German Shepherd, Labrador Retriever. What else? Great Dane? No. Dalmatian? No. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, the Pomeranian? No. Oh, a Chihuahua? No. But you got the top. Keep going. But you got the top two. You're, I know you're... I got the who because everybody has the top twos. <laughs> um, uh, uh, a Pomeranian, a Chihuahua. No, no, the other little one. The Mal a Yorkie? A Yorkshire Terrier? Yes, number six. Okay. Um, a Think a Snoopy. No, think Snoopy. Oh, really? The Beagle? Yes, number four. Uh, Rocky, uh, Mike Tyson, uh, Pac-Man. A Pitbull? No. Uh, what do they what, do what for a living? What kind of dogs do they have? What, what do they do oh, for Bob a living? Boxer. Yes, Bob number seven. You keep helping me out. A Border Collie. An no, Australian Shepherd. That surprised a, me, no. Oh, really? A Border Collie, an uh, Australian Shepherd. I'm trying to think of dogs that people have. Uh, uh, mm. French, Come on, help me out. French, oh, fluffy. French bulldog, bulldog. No, bulldog is on there, but I was thinking more of the, the fluffy, frilly, foo-foo French dog. A poodle. What yes. about a poodle? And the, oh, really? Yep, number eight. Number oh, three God. is like the Labrador, but it's a color. It's the color of a little statue that you got a couple of years ago. Oh, a, a golden retriever. Oh, yes. of course. Number three. Or and mm -hmm. I, you may have actually said number nine while I wasn't paying attention and talking about Mike Tyson. Rottweiler was number nine. Oh, a Roddy. Yeah, what about a Doberman Pinscher? That surprisingly wasn't on the list. Number ten is the one that surprised me the most. It's, uh, we'll think, Wiener Dog. Oh, I have one. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, a Dash Hound. It is. Those were the top ten. 
So congratulations. Oh, wow, I totally bombed. It's a good thing I'm getting it anyway. <laughs> but you got the, the, normally it ends up being that the easy ones are the ones that no one gets. And you got the top two. So, hey, that was. Well, that was I know. I knew the lab and the German Shepherd would probably be top two. But I would think a Border Collie would be up there. I and definitely, so I mean, I live in I live in California. Everyone's got a freaking Chihuahua here. <laughs> I Everybody. I was thinking that a Shih Tzu would be on there or some sort of, but no. Or, or, or a Labadoodle. Those things are popular now. I'm wondering if maybe they don't consider it a, a official breed of the American. Oh, like Club. a real a real dog. <laughs> well, we are not going to judge what's a real dog. <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> but congratulations! You won two hundred fifty dollars for the ASPC. For more information about We Care, the ASPCA, or how you can enter the contest to win a trip to the General Hospital set, head over to our official website at SoapCentralLive.com or follow us at SoapCentral on Twitter. And to listen to the entire interview with Laura, surf on over to SoapCentral.com slash GH. Look for the interview. You can listen to all 18 plus minutes of the interview. There's a lot of fun stuff in it. Laura also talks about all of her leading men on GH. She talks about wine. We have some laughs. There's a whole lot of good stuff in there. But in the meantime, we are awaiting Devetta Sherwood to call into the show. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more of Soap Central Live in just a couple of moments. Voice counts. Call toll free 1 866 472 5787. 1 866 472 5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. 
everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. My next guest is waiting in the wings. She's actually waiting somewhere else, but we let you figure that on your own. She is known to daytime viewers as Lily Winters on The Young and the Restless. And if you miss seeing her on television, well, she's got a new project that she's working on. It's going to reunite her with her former on-screen mom. That's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to talk about that. So let's learn more about what it is and when we can see it. And welcome to Veta Sherwood to Soap Central Live. Veta, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much. You have been, from what I see on the Twitter, not that I'm stalking you or following you, you but you've been out of the country for a bit. I have. I have. I was in Aruba. I, <laughs> I got back I, yesterday. I stayed a few days extra, and okay, I got back good. yesterday. I, I was hoping that you didn't come back from Aruba just that you could be here on the show. I would have felt kind of bad about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of the reason why. I had to make sure that we got to talk today. Uh, well, I'm glad that you did. I was also poking around on the internet. You know, it, it's always interesting. I don't know if you've ever done this, but when you're looking for information and fun things to talk about, you never know what's going to pop up. And one of the things about it that I saw is that you're sort of a, something of a fashion mood ring. You've said that people can tell exactly what kind of mood you're in by looking and seeing what you're wearing. Is this true? And if so, what does that mean? I like that fashion mood ring. I have said that before. I feel like <clears throat> when I wake up in the morning, I'm Aquarius, and I have a very free spirit. I'm an independent type of person. And I think when I wake up in the morning, what I put on is a reflection on how I feel. For instance, if I have an all black, doesn't necessarily mean I'm sad, but maybe I don't want to talk today. <laughs> and when I'm wearing bright, cherry colors, or if I decide to look sexy, or do it my makeup a little extra, because I'm not really a girl girl, it sort of gives you an idea of She's feeling sexy today, or I'm feeling, you know, I just turned 30 recently. I may be feeling, feeling like a grown out sometimes. (laughs) So it just depends on how I'm feeling, and that's kind of how I, how I dress. But it's not, it's not super strategic or something I have to really put a lot of thought in. It's just when I'm all done getting dressed, I realize, yeah, this is how I feel. There's nothing wrong with being a grown up every (laughs) once in a while, right? Every once in a while only. I haven't I haven't acted like a like an adult in a whole lot of time and I'm old enough to be older than you. So That's good. Let's, let's talk about being an adult and, and you know, part of a family and for soap fans, you of course are part of the soap family. You were on the young and the restless. Fans really seem to take to you. I know that they still ask about you. I know that they are tuning in to hear you. So I want to find out just sort of briefly, what was your experience like in daytime? What are some of the things that you take away from being on Y&R? I take away having the best acting class, sort of the best acting experience uh, of my life. Uh, On daytime, we shoot a lot of stuff, a lot of pages, if that makes sense to the fans and friends. We shoot a lot of pages per day. And so there's a lot of memorization and we move really fast. Like in a film or a normal or a primetime television show, you can get a couple of takes to get it right. On daytime, we do one or two takes and we're out of there. You know, so you kind of have to be on point. You have to know your stuff. You can't let the other cast members down by not being ready. And um, these are the things that help make you a better better actor. Um, and if you have really cool writers like we did, then sometimes you can sort of improv and make it your own, and they're cool with that. And that that helps me a lot as an actor. So that's one thing I take away. Um, another thing I take away is having a sense of family, knowing that everybody was there for one reason. And sometimes in daytime or in, in the business in general, or even at, your, at anybody's job, Sometimes behind the scenes is sort of like a soap opera <laughs> as well. <laughs> and and that's kind of sometimes what was going on, just to be honest. But 
we all at the end of the day knew that we had a common goal, um, common interests, and uh, common love as we shared for each other. And then you get closer to some people than others, which is why, you know, I can still be in touch with Brighton and Christoph and Victoria. Well, I'd like to talk about one of those because you sent out an Instagram photo a couple of days ago with the caption, reunited, and it feels so good. No, it wasn't Peaches and Herb. It was Victoria Rowell. (laughs) Why are the two of you hanging out? What were you up to there, uh, Devetta? What was going on? You know, we we shot, uh, she and I are working on a a secret project of hers uh, anyway that I think the fans are going to be so excited. It's the real reunite. Re- reunion because we at that point we we are playing a uh, mother and daughter on that project, but Victoria was involved in this this project for TV One and I think she suggested me. I think that's what happened, and they made me an offer, and I accepted the role as a, as a lead in a new horror film for Halloween. It comes out on Halloween on TV One, and this is the craziest part. This is the reason I want the fans to watch because Drusilla Victoria Rowell plays my nemesis. She is dating and falling in love with my boyfriend. And I'm the younger woman, so he doesn't take me as seriously as I'd like him to. And so he's, he's really in love with Victoria, and that bothers me so much that I seek revenge. And that's sort of the plot, and it, it thickens, and there's a lot of horror behind the level that I go to to sort of make a point. Well, I I mean, it's all relevant. I mean, she is a little hussy. She's trying to steal your man, you know. (laughs) She is. And, you know, it's called The Mirror. She's fantastic as always. And the love we have for each other is sometimes so intense that we say nothing. So that's what we did. A lot of walking past each other on set and shaking our heads and maybe touching hands or giving each other a little hug or something. But we just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I really adore each other and I'm really glad I'm really grateful that she can still be working and think of me and and something like this can happen for me so on Halloween day TV one the mirror that's the name of the project it's really TV one has TV one has some great programming. I know I watch unsung all the time love yep. watching uh, yep. I do want to go and talk about a, a couple of other things really quickly before we let you go because you you do a whole bunch of other things other than acting I know that you mm-hmm. you know wear hats of doing stuff behind the camera with your own production mm-hmm. company uh, vocal work mm-hmm. you may or may not have been signing boobs at an LA pride event what <laughs> May yes. or may not. <laughs> may or may not. You know, yeah, allegedly, yeah. this is all more stuff of the Inquirer. But uh, <laughs> let's talk about music for a, a spell. What are okay. some of the artists or songs that are currently on your playlist? I don't know. Do the kids still have playlists? I'm old. That's what we yeah, say. Well, you know, I, I listen. Okay, I'm a very old school type of chick. But we'll start with what's happening now. There's a there's a there's a chick, a female rapper that's not it, Izzy. And she, I mean, sorry, Thank it's not goodness. Iggy, and it's not, it's not Nikki, but it's Lyric, Lyric the Queen. Um, that's one of my favorite female artists right now. She is my favorite female artist right now. She's fantastic. She was on the X Factor, and I've been following her ever that's since That's where she's from. That's why I know the name. It sounded very yeah. familiar. Okay. And we've become friends, and she's fantastic. And that's, that's the music. And then I listen to a lot of old school stuff. I was just listening, I, um... I'm driving in my car. I was just driving in my car now listening to Jay-Z. And, you know, I'm, I'm from New York. So I listen to all the old school sort of hip-hop artists and things. But for, for me, it's 
it's going to be Al Green and Mary Wells and, mm-hmm. and Aretha Franklin forever. You know, these are sort of the, the things that I like to listen to. My Pandora station, my favorite Pandora station is Aretha's. And I like Jasmine's a lot. And Janelle Monet has a really cool Pandora station. It plays everything. But there's a lot of underground artists as well that I really like to listen to. So music, music-wise, it's always, all, all the time, it's different. And I like to get, I have a friend of mine who will send me new country music CDs every, every once in a while. Because that's really actually my favorite type of music, country. I like I like the messages and, and the love that comes with country music, making country music. And so, yeah. You know, as I'm stuff. watching here with the time, and I see that we're, we're running out of time for this segment, something that has popped into my mind that I think fans would go bananas over is if we have you maybe back on the show closer to Halloween to talk about the mirror and we bring in the woman the legend Victoria Rao, and we have you both on the show together to talk about the, sh- the movie and maybe some of this other top secret stuff as well. What do we think about I think, that? I think she would absolutely love that, as would I. It's, it's coming up right October 31st, so maybe a couple of days or the day of we can do it. And I hope you do whatever we have to do to set it up. I think she would absolutely do it. She'll do anything for me and with me as I would do for her. Well, she's trying to steal your man. She owes you at least, <laughs> she <laughs> she owes you at least a, a good she favor. <laughs> well, yeah, Lavetta, sure. thank you me. so much for flying back from Aruba, for taking some time out to chat with me. I look forward to talking more about The Mirror on TV One as it gets closer to Halloween. So thank you so much. I appreciate you guys for just even caring and keeping in touch. And the fans who always say, call me forever, Lily, and all the other things that they call me. I'm, I always see these things, and I, I don't know what to do about it, you know? I, I, there was a time where I would never do the show ever again, and now it's like... I absolutely would. The fans are so important to me. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you again in October. Absolutely. Have a great rest of your weekend. Okay, cheers. Thanks, guys. For those of you out there who are listening, you know what you need to do. Go on your Twitter machine and send out that you maybe would like to see more of Devetta Sherwood doing this and that. And, of course, we will talk more about the mirror. But I'm being told in my ear as we are chittering and chattering here, you know, you never know who might be listening or who might call into Soap Central Live. So that's why you need to tune in every week and oh, the places you'll go. And ironically, Places, The Journeys of My Days, My Lives is a title of a new book released by Days of Our Lives in General Hospital bad guy, Teo Penglis. He is on the line with us. Teo, welcome to Soap Central Live. Well, thank you. Thank you. I always think it's interesting when people say I'm a bad guy. Gosh, uh, I never think of them as bad guys. I just think, no, I just think they're choices. Uh, otherwise, if it was a bad guy, then that's what you play is bad. The circumstances could be bad. I mean, you know, you look at what's going on today, that's bad. Um, but no, I mean, what's coming up for me on General Hospital is kind of uh, exciting. Uh, so there's some humanness to, to get in touch with. But um, as far as the book, it's, it's uh, really 20 years of journeys I've done to the Middle East and, and um, uh, how I came to America and uh, the people that I that crossed my path. It was a, a very exciting time, my 20s. And, and then, of course, I, I went to Syria just before it all collapsed and, um, and also to Lebanon, even though I had problems with Hezbollah and in Israel with uh, the Mossad, who thought I was a spy. I mean, it's just it's amazing traveling. And I just got back from Cuba three days ago. And... Um, 
God, it's amazing when you come back. You know, you think this is a democracy, but boy, when you come through customs, they, they <laughs> cannot understand why you'd go to Cuba. So why did you go to Cuba? Because I want to start my second book. I think it's a, it's a, a fantastic culture. The people are wonderful. Um, I wanted to go to Hemingway's house because, you know, I want to see where he wrote his great books and how he existed. And, and so I went there and, um, you know, I went to their revolution museum. I wanted to see what their revolution was about. I wanted to see what it was like to be in a country that doesn't find God, you know. Uh, where there's police on every corner and cameras. I mean, it's those are the things that I find fascinating. Um, you know, we take things for granted. We're in our cars, and you know, even though we're watched in many ways, but it's not as obvious. You seem to have an inquisitive nature. Where do you think that this quest for knowledge came from? Is it something that you remember always having, or is it something that you sort of grew into? Um. You know, uh, when you grow up, you're, the education is chosen usually for you. You know, your parents, or well, they did for me in Australia, Greek parents, you know, what they wanted me to become, what I should study, the people I should be with. Um, when I came to America, I found a sense of freedom I never had before and a choice I never had before. So m certainly I've always loved history and spy things I love. Uh, so my mind is, a, I, I like people who, who have smart minds. I like, because all my friends always were older growing up. And when I came to, uh, went to New York and lived there for 10 years, everybody was older. I worked for the United Nations for a year. Um, everybody was 60 and 70, my mentors. Um, so I always wanted to be with people who knew more than I did and who, um, who uh, were more established than I was. And so my 20s were one of the greatest influential periods. Even when I sat down with Jacqueline Kennedy for an hour having tea while I discussed Chinese art with her um, and the way she presented herself, I mean, that old school, I always loved that, that kind of presentation. I don't like loud people. I don't, uh, I find they kind of obliterate one's spirit. I, uh, I think noise is pollution. So I, you know, sitting with her, I'll always remember that as an example of how you exchange more because each other listens. And um, it was a memorable experience. And um, so this country has been fantastic. And so I became a, an American citizen in 2008 um, because this is the country to me that embraced me more than any other certainly not Australia or not Greece. It was America. And so, you know, my education really is through American eyes. And um, so when people, you come back from Cuba, they say to you, what were you doing in Cuba? Uh, I said I was in prayer. <laughs> they, just, they just looked at me like I was crazy. I mean, I went to different Catholic churches, I, I visited uh, what they called the Santeria religion with Baba Laos, who were priests, and an ancient religion that came out of ancient Egypt. And so, um, and you see, this is all filling me up. And, and for when I go to work, and I'm doing, say, daytime, where you really have to be as exciting as possible to get your work in there because you've got one take usually. Um, it's that part that fills me up that I do on the outside that gives support to what it is I am uh, playing. That's why my characters are always multifaceted. You know. 
So, Teo, I'm watching the clock. I, I see that we have less time left in this week's show than I really have to talk about all the things in your book. So I was wondering if, what do you think of this idea? If we let everybody know how they can get a copy of Places, The Journey of My Days, My Lives, let them have a couple of weeks to read it and catch up, and then we can have you back and maybe do something of like a book club type meeting, have people call in with questions about maybe the places you've been or things that you've written. I think that could be a lot of fun for listeners. You're very smart. So we need to let them know how they can get a copy of the book. Where's the book available? No, no, I think that's a very good idea. I I like it. You know, I've had people call me um, and write to me on Facebook telling me they've read the book, some in one sitting. Uh, It was a page turner. And so the the journeys that I've taken, as dangerous as they have been, uh, is very informative spiritually and also um, uh, the dangerous roads that I took and the discoveries I made. But uh, I would love to do that. That would be great. So the book is available now on Amazon, and they can, I believe, is there an ebook version as well? And a Kindle, yes. So folks so, will and have Barnes the link. And Noble also, um, they also have, uh, it's available there. And, you know, for the folks out there, if you're a member of the Amazon Prime, you can get it probably if you order it right now. Again, we're sending out the link on our Twitter feed at Soap Central. You can probably order it now, have it in your inbox or your mailbox or wherever it comes from uh, if you order the hard copy by monday if you do the ebook kindle version you can have it immediately and you can get started and get reading i think it's going to be a lot of fun and teo uh we'll work to figure out when it would be best to have you back and we'll have that great book discussion with you thank you very much appreciate it thank you have a great rest of your weekend thank you and you too sir bye-bye we are almost out of time for this week's show. I want to thank all of my guests this week, Cassie DePaiva, Laura Wright, Devetta Sherwood, and Teo Penless. For more information about any of the topics that we talked about today on the show, including the WeCare.com contest, uh, Teo's book, a biography of Eve Donovan, if you want to see all of the things that she's been up to before Cassie took over the role, please check out our official show page at SoapCentralLive.com. Next week, we are on the road. Cue Willie Nelson singing. We will be broadcasting in front of a live Live studio audience from the second annual Hot as Hell Fan Festival in Palm Springs. It's a great web series event. If you're going to be in the Palm Springs area, you can come and drop by and be in our studio audience. No ticket required. Uh, just send me a message. I'll tell you how to get there. If you're on the Twitter or the Facebook, feel free to do that. I'd love to have you in the audience. We're going to have some great guests. I'm going to be slathered in SPF 5000. There will be some surprises. There'll be all sorts of who knows what goes on in front of a live studio audience. Well, you find out next week. It's Friday, August 8th at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I hope that you'll join us then for the continuing saga of Soap Central Live. Have a great week, everybody. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.